Man, I'm telling you, I thought I wasn't going to never do this shit. But uh, what's good, folks? What's good, folks? Excuse speaking of fast podcast in the air, man. Kicking it live. Um, I do plan on dropping some videos. Forgive me that goddamn alkaline water, good. Alkaline water, good as hell, and I need it. But, uh, yeah, like I was saying, I really should have been doing podcast episodes really all this week so far. But since it is Thursday morning, and this is the best I've like kind of felt when it came to the podcast. Why the fuck my phone keep blinking like But anyway, fuck it. Since this is the best I've felt this week, at least when it comes to the podcast, but the, the podcasting gig, I feel like why not just go ahead and drop some. Obviously, like I said, I want to do. And I've been thinking about this shit really since the playoffs first started. I was like, okay, let me adapt my content to uh, the whole playoffs. And I kind of regret not doing it. Then, too, I do kind of want to, like, slowly but surely step away from the... Excuse me, I do, like, kind of want to slowly but surely step away from the social media world. But that's one thing about y'all, though, man. Y'all motherfuckers will not let me do it. <laughs> and I don't even... I don't, it's not like I make announcements, you know what I'm saying, I don't make announcements, that hey, I'm about to take a social media break, with with the maybe I do, maybe I do, just, I, I may do it in ways like when y'all read between the lines, and y'all be like, oh, nah, fuck that, <laughs> and I swear, man, y'all motherfuckers pay me more attention on this shit, <clears throat> it's funny how everybody just like re- remembers my goddamn account when I say something about going on a social media break, <laughs> but on a good day, Shit. I'm not saying motherfucker don't hit me up, but shit. When I ain't trying to be heard, I'm, I'm telling you, that's when this goddamn phone go off. So right, that's why I'm on the goddamn truck right now as we speak. But uh, I wanted to talk about this situation. Um, <clears throat> you know, let's just go ahead and get in all seriousness. Regarding to um, the double standard in America, and I got like a lot of I'm just to get this out the way. I want to talk about sports. Uh, I do have some controversial topics. I do want to speak on the John Morant situation because this is the second time this has happened. When I first heard about it, I'm now this ain't about this is not a John Morant episode. That'll be a job. I'll have a John Morant episode later, and I'm gonna have a video on him on YouTube. And I also got another topic I want to talk about regarding to uh, Chris Brown and Usher, their whole. Uh, "Quote unquote dispute," you know what I'm saying? Like, I tried. I tried to wait until more information has came out about that. Um, but I haven't heard anything. But what, <clears throat> whatever the case may have you, and whatever it may be. Uh, what I do want to talk about though is uh the whole situation. It happened in New York. Now, somebody may want to say, well, what the hell happened in New York? And why you, as a young Southern black man, why the 
fuck you worry about what's going on in New York? <laughs> Why the fuck is you so worried about what's going on in the Big Apple? Why is you so worried about what's going on in the NYC and you from the silk? <laughs> I mean, man, for those who know me, man, when y'all hit me up with controversial topics, I don't, it's rare that I talk about it. It's not that I don't have the capability or the potential to do it. I choose not to do it more times than not. I choose not to talk about controversial shit because I see like what's being posted on social media. Excuse me. I see what's being posted on social media or, you know, I see what's trending. I see like the bullshit, what people talking about, like far as the uh, Ebony Kate Williams thing. I, I posted on that like the day that shit went viral and it was like I heard about it. I posted that shit and started laughing. Which is why you can't take the modern day broad serious, particularly um, a liberal black woman. Now, how the fuck? And people got mad at me about it, man. A lot of some some niggas, some of y'all niggas got mad at me about it. Y'all tried to defend it. First of all, the shit ain't that serious to me to begin with. Why motherfuckers hit me up about it? And second, and I've already let that be known. And I do respect everybody's opinion. Trust me, I respect everybody's opinion, man. I'm not finna sit up here and go off, go off on motherfuckers all day and night about it. For one, this ain't my goddamn mama or my older sister. And two, I mean, I, I mean, who am I to be defending her? You know what I'm saying? She feel how she feel. It's an opinion. But at the same time, I had to laugh at it because it's people out there that's not even on her level. Hell, I ain't even on my level and they gonna sit here and try to talk. Like, they got a room to talk and act like, oh, well, if my man ain't got a car, if my man ain't got this, if my man ain't got that, and my man, if if he ain't got this, I don't want him. You gonna have bums who gonna be out here speaking their perspective. And that's like, I'm dating. And which is why I say dating is a lost cause nowadays, man. Like, me as a young heterosexual man, yeah, I want to have sex. Yeah, I want to uh, date. Well, I ain't going to say date, but, I mean, yeah, I want to fuck with chicks. I mean, I have fucked with chicks. I ain't talking about sexually, but, you know, I'm screwing with some chicks right now. Um, <clears throat> I'm not going to talk about it, but I'm just keeping on the... So, like I said, I have a lot of... Sp- Things that I need to cover. And I'm going to try to use these first 10 minutes to get, you know, kind of ramble. I'm going to get to the point as soon as possible. But I want to ramble a little bit. Like I'm saying, I'm, I got to touch on the John Moran situation. I got to touch on the Chris Brown and Usher situation. Uh, mainly, I want to keep my channel and podcast episodes about sports. And I've been wanting to do this. It's been on my mind all week. Damn show. Uh the YouTube channel, like, I should have, I'm mad as hell, because I should have did that when the playoffs started, because it just makes more sense, you know, time, and then it just all makes more sense, but I kind of want to, like, do it, like, how those, y'all know how those sports channels be doing, like, those original sports channels, when they got all those bunch of edits, and, you know, they on the microphone, doing the microphone videos, and as a content, quote-unquote content creator, y'all know or as an artist who has to be on YouTube, y'all know that, <laughs> and it's for all my people who've done microphone videos, like over the voice videos, y'all know them shits be tough. And them shits takes like days to uh, edit. YouTube videos in general take days to edit and work on, especially when you 
like religious like religiously work on YouTube and you trying to get your shit to pop or you trying to find keywords and it's disappointing man when you see that you get like 50 views or a couple hundred views here and there like you may get 100 200 hell 300 is okay you know 400 500 that's cool but it's like shit let's shoot that shit up to like 1k man but y'all y'all know how this shit go at the end of the day what's for you will come in due time, but any fucking way, um, so what else, I, I wanted to talk about, before I go to my topic, um, let me see, I said John Moran situation, Chris Brown and Usher situation, um, which I will touch on that, I was waiting, I wanted to make a whole video about that on YouTube, but I was waiting to see if they had anything else coming out regardless to the situation. Um, let me see. Oh yeah, I wanted to talk about. Um, I wanted to talk about like self sufficiency amongst black men. I forgot my topics, but I had a list. I have to go back to my list. I don't feel like going to it right now, y'all. Yeah, I'm being a lazy ass. Let's talk about this uh this topic though. I think we went on long enough. I'm sorry about the uh, about the um inconvenience, but it is what it is. So we're talking about uh the situation in New York. Now for those listening and you still tuned into this podcast, thank you. <laughs> Cause you a real one. Uh y'all know how I am when I ramble. Um so what are we talking about? We're talking about the uh, situation happened in New York. And I know somebody's still going to look and be like, what the fuck happened in New York? Well, I'm about to tell you, goddamn. So there was this black homeless young man. Um, He died at the New York subway um, after being after being placed in a chokehold by former U.S. Marine. Hmm. Ironic. Now, I didn't keep up with this situation. Um, according to the, uh, article, PBS news article, whatever the fuck this may be, you got CNN, you got, they all touching on this topic, and May 1st, y'all know how they do with these dates, man, uh, I find it ironic that it had to be May 1st, uh, now, I don't practice, I don't, excuse me, y'all, I don't practice, uh, gematria, but I know for a fact there's a reason why why you know certain dates and things happen the way they happen. And I find it funny how Daniel Penny was 24 years old, which was the man who killed this young brother, and the young brother name had to be Jordan Neely. Now this brother was uh, allegedly homeless. He uh, was playing the hell out of Michael Jackson. <laughs> that man could dance his ass off as Michael Jackson, playing as Michael Jackson, and. Skin and ha ha and hoorah and he and he he doing all this shit, you know, and uh, <clears throat> you know I find it funny how they say the brother had mental issues and you know first things first I want to send my condolences to the uh, brother and um, to him and his family, but also man you know I gotta kind of keep it real man I gotta hold it accountable. Um, look, goddamn, I'm on this goddamn podcast. Don't y'all start blowing my damn phone up again, bro. I mean, well, this the trap, but still, don't, don't, don't start all that shit, bro. Okay. Okay. 
But so what I was saying, man, before I was so rudely goddamn interrupted, we were talking about how this brother got choked out. Now, I don't keep up with trendy topics. I try to stay away from them. <clears throat> but when I saw this one, like I said, nine out of ten, I just swipe shit away. Like I read it and I just swipe shit away. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. But I had to kind of like uh, reiterate on this on this uh, situation. And I asked a fellow brother on Instagram, and this is very rare that I do this. I don't give a damn who you are. It's very rare that I ask. But I had to ask him. And I asked my guys. I was like, hey, man, y'all saw this? Oh, yeah, we touched on this last week. Excuse me, as I uh, yawn. I said, it was like, yeah, man, we touched on this last week. I said, damn, y'all did? But, so, um, you know, as they as they went on a ramble and they talked and we talked and we all um, parlayed on this conversation, I was like, well, people ignore the fact that this brother allegedly, because cause when I read this upon the article, I'm saying to myself, man, <laughs> They said that brother was in jail for done with the jail forty times. Now let me ask you something, man. Let me ask you something. You telling me, first of all, how the hell you go to jail forty times, bro? What? Second of all, you telling me you went to jail allegedly forty damn times and you ain't learned nothing? How you go to jail forty times? That that nigga must. <laughs> That nigga must had uh forty years, <laughs> forty years left in jail, some shit, or he must have got sentenced <laughs> to to uh to be locked up for forty years, and he just fucked around and escaped. That's probably what happened. How the hell you go to jail forty times, man? I think that's just bullshit. Cause I ain't I ain't never even heard of that. What? Whatever, whatever. Y'all know the medium. And this is a young black man they talking about, so. I mean, of course they're going to act like that. But, uh. Besides the point. Um. Now, allegedly, this brother. This is, now, I'm just giving y'all the feedback. This is not factual. This is just all alleged. They said this brother had was uh, abusing old uh, elderly women, punching um, old older women in their face, smashing in their faces, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Now, as I read upon this article, um, because that's the only way I get my information. I don't actually. Watch the actual videos. I, I try not to watch actual videos of murders. Um, especially in these days and ages. So basically they were saying like uh, they told. Like one of the guys had on the. <sighs> excuse me. On the train. <clears throat> had mentioned. That. Uh. <clears throat> One of the guys on the train had to mention to the guy that was choking out the brother, the white man that was choking out the uh, the brother. They was asking him. They told him. They said, "If you kill that man, you know you're gonna go to jail, right?" So they held. So rumor had it that he had held him into the chokehold fifteen minutes. Bro, you hold somebody in a, in a chokehold for fifteen minutes, they sure to die for more than likely. So you telling me 
you felt oh because oh well you know i felt like a threat i felt like you know how they do oh, I, he he I, I feared for my life and he and he posed to me as a threat and he did i mean the brother may have posed to you as a threat but you tell bro that's overkill so you tell him you had holding this nigga you was holding another man for 15 minutes around his neck you must have had a crush on him man i mean what the fuck i wouldn't hold nobody in for 15 minutes that's too much energy bro at that point you weren't holding that man for protect to protect yourself, you was holding that man to kill him, and you knew what you was doing, regardless of his reputation, regardless of his. Nah, you ain't shit yourself, and you from the marine. I've talked about motherfuckers from the marine and the army themselves, man. They, these niggas are batshit crazy, and they are and they feel entitled to shit, especially when they when they non-black. Now I know somebody ain't gonna like it. I don't give a good goddamn. What you gonna do? I've been said it. I've been saying it. I've been saying it. I've been saying it. So, I mean, <laughs> what's up? But any fucking way. I mean, y'all, this just don't just make no damn sense. You held this man for 15 minutes. 15 minutes is what you telling me. So, what you not know what you could have did in 15 minutes. You could have got your ass off that train. You could have got you some some food could have called up your woman your wife you hold another man 15 minutes man i assume you ain't got no wife bro <laughs> he running around here listen to these niggas on the internet <laughs> he uh he uh he an incel <laughs> he had to be you holding on to another man bro for that long and then somebody in the background yelled at him, yo, you know, if you kill him, right, you know, you will be sentenced. You will be charged. And he killed the motherfucking man anyway, y'all. That's the world we live in. So, um, and that ain't even the killer part. That's not even the killer part. I watched this YouTuber named uh, O'Shea Duke Jackson. Been watching him for about, what, maybe a year yeah, I want to say a good year, maybe since I, I probably have been watching him since 2021, actually. But I didn't really start actually listening to his content, like listening to his words since like somewhere around like that 2022 era. Like, yeah, like last year. So whatever. Um, and shout out to O'Shea Dude uh, Jackson for that. So basically... Um, he talked about that situation. He touched on it. And I heard him talk about it. Saying that same thing about the, what I alleged, what I read in the alleged article. So, as I go down to the comment section, what I'm seeing is that, which, may, which brings me to my sole purpose of making this episode. People were like, oh, we don't, and these are other black people. Not just whites. Of course, white people going to say it, but. I mean, I expect that. They're not going to stick up for us, nor should they. And I'm going to touch on why. This is, again, this is my sole purpose of making this podcast episode. So as I see black people in the comment section, they're going, Oh, we don't feel sorry for him, regardless of race. We don't feel sorry for him. He got what he deserved. He's, he, he's punching grandmothers. He's doing all this and he's doing all that. I'm like, well, where's the footage at? Y'all got footage of him getting murdered. Can we have some footage of him uh, punching these grandmothers, these grandmothers in the face? How the hell somebody go to jail for 40 times? I'm not saying I'm right. I'm not saying it ain't possible because I don't know. And I got to know. 
Ain't no way. If this brother was that bad, why he keep getting let out on the damn streets? Why couldn't he just be locked up? Still to this day. At least he probably would still have his damn life. But y'all can't answer that, I guarantee you. Watch. I guarantee you y'all can't y'all can't answer. <laughs> That's why I laugh, bro. I don't even like like I gotta say, man, people like like if people from another race saying nigga and I, I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Say nigga. Cause what the fuck are you at the end of the day? I'm a nigga, but you ain't. I'm a nigga because of my skin color. But I mean, if you, if if we go off the actual definition, you telling me you ain't a nigga, nigga? <laughs> you gonna tell me that? Don't give me none of that bullshit, bro. Now let's move on. I smack the shit out you. And uh, like I said, of course we saw. Uh, I saw the. I saw whites in the comment section going off. Oh, fuck him and. What the what the what? I mean, they're just saying so much in like subtle ways, right? Like you basically, like basically, what I'm getting at is that people have no had no pity for him, regardless of his mental issues, and this is where the double standard act comes in to play in America, and this is what I mean. Check this out. For years and years and years, we've seen white men in their early. 20s or mid 20s maybe they're late late hell they late teens we've seen them put all this stock and bond and energy into blowing up churches and attaching themselves to the churches before they even blow them up hell we've seen a lot of these white guys shoot up schools we've seen them go on race uh killings and you know we've seen them Go on killing sprees that were racially motivated. And uh, uh, for instance, we want to take the Buffalo mass shooting um, from last year. Do we need to go back? Do we need to go back? I'm going to drop this goddamn proper talk. And I'm just going to go ahead and go straight gangsta on you. Fuck, 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 fuck trying to talk proper tonight. I know it's the podcast and I know I'm feeling good. But goddamn all that. It's about to be one in the morning. Let's talk about it for real. Let me go ahead and get gangster. So, y'all telling me the first thing when all these white boys do is shoot up schools and blow and blow churches up and attach themselves to the churches before they before they blow them up. You telling me the first thing y'all y'all want to do is go do a scream. Well, let's check his medical history. We um well he had mental health. He was just the baby. Let's pray for him. That motherfucker, for instance, that that blowed up, that shot all them black folks up in Buffalo. This dude took like what a what what they say like a three hour drive. So you eighteen driving for three hours, bro. You driving for three hours, not not to go visit your parents. I'm sorry, or or some family members that live away from you. You did this to kill, my nigga. You did this to kill. And then the first thing motherfuckers want to do, oh, he got mental issues. He got this. He got that. I think there was another shooting out there in Tennessee, uh, Nashville somewhere. I, I haven't paid it any massive attention because I don't pay a lot of shit in massive attention. Not anymore. Um... Like I said, truth be told, man, I've just gotten older and I have a lot going on for myself in my own life where I'm trying to become self-sufficient. 
as a man, so I'm not really worried about like what other people got going on. I'm trying to change my life for the better, honestly. Like I said, it's no disrespect, but when it comes to like politics and news articles, like I said, I ain't trying to hear none of that shit for real, for real. Like this was 2017, me. Yeah, I be going off, but I just ain't got that fire in me like that no more. Not for that. Well, I was laughing, man. I was I was genuinely laughing when I was reading this conversation because I know for a fact, like I said, I don't expect people from other races to, you know, talk for us and speak up for us. Especially this brother, you know, Jordan Neely allegedly had mental issues and it caused him to do what he do and he was already homeless. His parents didn't care for him, obviously. He was a 30-year-old man. But what I'm saying, and, and it's not an excuse, and I'm not saying that that brother was right for what he was doing out here. You know, he out here dancing and skipping and he heeing like he Michael Jackson and shit. I'm talking about y'all, y'all can go check him out on YouTube, bro. He was literally doing all this shit on YouTube, bro. Before getting, uh, before getting uh, put to sleep, literally, or basically being strangled to death <clears throat> in the public. And nobody says shit. And they even tried to cover up the fact that he had mental issues. They just tried to sit here and just act like he was a blatant criminal. You see my point? This is the white media. And I'm going to touch on this. I'm going to keep touching on this. Because I still ain't got to my, to my vocal point yet. And we already 25 minutes in the podcast. 26 minutes in the podcast. Near 30 minutes. So let me say what I'm trying to say. The double standard. We've seen all these white boys blow up schools, shoot up schools, racially uh, kill, you know, go on killing sprees that were racially motivated. And the first thing y'all do, the white media does. Not only that, the 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 viewers, the first thing y'all, the first thing y'all motherfuckers do is, well, he had mental issues. He was just a baby. He was so young. Nobody cared about him. He had reasonings. He had no education. The poor boy had no chance. He was an orphan. Man, what? I'm finna, I'm finna turn, I'm finna, I'm finna turn into my Italian voice up in here, man. Get the fuck out of here. What the fuck are you talking about, man? This kid can't be serious, man. Get the fork out of here. <laughs> Get the fork out of here. <laughs> but nah, man. Nah, seriousness. The fuck is you talking about, man? <laughs> the fuck is he talking about? The fuck is the kid talking about, eh? <laughs> but nah, man. Nah, seriousness. Um... It's just, it's just, it's just funny, man. And the shit was was like as I was listening to old Shay Deuce Jackson's content, the shit really was just had my blood boiling low key. Cause I'm like, bro, you see the double standard? Y'all just tried to throw this man out like he was a blatant criminal. Barely touched on his mental health. And I'm gonna talk about why that, and then I'm gonna touch about why the media was so quick to make the this young brother look like he was just a blatant criminal, who indirectly got what he deserved. Because I did notice it, 
and I knew off rip. Like, like I said, yeah, I'd be bypassing uh topics, especially when they popular topics, trending topics. But uh I, even then when I did that, I knew there was gonna be more to it. And when people try to this wasn't racially motivated, I already knew that was bullshit. Because the main thing is when this shit like this that happens and y'all try to claim that it's not racially motivated, it's always what? Racially motivated. And then too, I'll give credit where credit is due. The media is good at, at good at that. They like to portray shit to be racially motivated when it ain't. But in this particular case, like I said, I'm not saying race plays a factor. <clears throat> I'm not I'm sorry, I'm not saying race is always the main factor in every case when it's different race, but when it particularly when it's being done to different races or when two different races or from two different uh people from two different ethnicity groups or backgrounds are involved, but they do always play some factor in some way, in some single way, shape, or form. You can say what you want to say. You can say whatever the fuck you want to say. They do. And I'm going to tell you why. This is how you know. Because they be quick to do it, to point out the white boy mental health, but they try to act like the black man was just a blatant criminal. When we find out the brother got mental issues, we got to find it out on our own. If we give a damn. I talked to my fellow brothers and as to why black men, we don't have our own media. Everybody else got to tell our story and we expect them to go all out and tell our story to the full fullest T. It's not their job. And I've been saying this since I first came to social media, like early 2020. It's not their job to act like they give a fuck about us. It's not their job to care. It's not their job to be 100% invested in us. Hell, they ain't even 50% invested in us, and nor should they. Vice versa. Black men... In particular, we have nobody to speak for us. We don't have we don't have a media, and I'm gonna talk about why we don't have a media. And nobody gives a fuck about our mental our mental health and our mental issues. People think it's funny. People think it's a joke. You know what I'm saying? People think it's a joke. And you know what I laugh at? Because the whole time while people think they got you fooled, you're just testing them to see wh- how wh- where they truly stand. And it's like they never fool you. I'm sorry. It's like they never it's it's like they never fail to disappoint you. They never fail to disappoint you. So when you know the game, you really ain't never even disappointed. You never disappointed. How can you be disappointed when you already expect something? You see what I'm saying? And what I mean is if you look at how they try to portray their brother, that's what they do. Man, I done seen cases out here in my own city that it has involved black and white men as a team. Like, oh, these two young men robbed somebody. Guess who they gonna use as the as the as the as the front runner? As the as the logo of the case, as the trademark, they gonna use the black boy, cause they do it all the time. While they got the white boy in the background, like ain't nothing ever happened. Y'all just mention his name. 
Put him in the image. Put him in the, on the damn on the newspaper as well. Ain't gonna do that because you can't do it. You see what I'm saying? That's how they do. And the black boy could have been the second. Could have been playing second fiddle in the crime in the case. No, nah, we got to use him as the front runner. We got to use him as the front logo. The trademark. The centerpiece. We got to use him as the eye catcher. That's how they do it. Same thing in fast food jobs. Same thing at any other typical particular nine to five. We be the one making the money and counting the money and managing it and this and that and, and running errands and running things around here in general while you be the one who put in all the t- bus wedding tears. But when it's all said and done, we talk to you any kind of way, tell you how much you worth, tell you how much you don't matter, how much you do matter, and tell you we don't really want you here, but, but you know, we know we need you. I mean, it's just, it's so much more, man. Um, Just like when I talked about how come People don't care about black men's mental health or how people don't give a fuck about black men at the collective. Also, when I talk about how we don't have our own media, it ties into it. You know what I'm saying? That goes hand in hand. We talk, we expect people to give a fuck about us, but we don't give a fuck about ourselves as collective a group of black men. Hell, we can talk about how people are so anti-black. I posed a question to, to black men. Whether you a quote-unquote non-stereotype or whether you're a quote-unquote stereotype. Are you anti-black? Are you anti-black? Because it damn sure seems like it. You can hate any other race or have any type of uh, prejudice or discrimination towards whatever race you may have. I'm going to tell you right now. Whites, I'm not going to say whites, Mexicans have shown me more love than black men have shown me love. And that's crazy. And have actually stood on their word. White guys in business have actually shown me more love than black men have shown me more love. I'm not going to say that like every white, every white guy has shown me love in business. I ain't never had no Mexican throw shade at me. Okay, I take that back. I take that back. I had one. I had one do that. One one to do that. You know what I'm saying? Just one. Now, white guys, I mean, yeah, I've had a few throw shade at me in, in business. Or whatever the case may have you. From a personal level. Black guys. And I mean, I hate to say it. I hate to say it. I always expect it. I always expect it out of out of really anybody. Really, I just want to see who gonna play their card or how people, or how a motherfucker gonna play their card. But trust me, there's nothing you can do or say to offend me. Cause nine out of ten, I know a nigga ain't trying to see these hands from the get go. That's not the sign of tough. That's not the sign of hard. It's just the truth because I see how men move. So many motherfuckers out here talking about what. Especially black men. They always talk about what another fucking woman. Like what a woman do and what a woman do. What a woman do. Bruh, you a man. You have to lead. A woman don't have no choice but to follow. Because it's in her nature. She's going to follow. Wherever the world go. Nine out of ten is where the women going to go. Believe that. Like 50 Cent says, man. 
Don't chase, don't chase the bitch, chase the paper, cause she come with the shit. <laughs> you know? Motherfuckers be talking about some oh, I'll pick my career over 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 my spouse or my woman. Hell, you should have a career before you even try to touch a woman, before you even fuck with a woman, before you even worry about a woman. And that's what I'm that's what I'm saying, bro. How black men need to be self-sufficient. How black men need to become their own entities. How bl- that's another podcast uh topic that I that I needed to uh that I, that I didn't couldn't mention earlier, but what I meant to touch on. We also in speaking about our own media and our mental health, people don't give a fuck about our mental health because they don't give a fuck about us. Prime example, because they watched that brother die. They watched their brother die. They just sat there and they stood around and watched him die. And nobody cares. Nobody cares. This brother that this 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 bitch that held on to him for 15 minutes. Now you now you be honest with me, man. Does it take that much? Does it take that much? Does it take all that? I just I just want to ask y'all, bro, please comment if you're still here. Does it take all that? Does it take all that? 15 minutes? That man was probably gone at five, bro. You held on him for 15 minutes. That's overkill. Nigga, you was trying to murder. You was you was out for blood. And he probably thinking, motherfucker to myself, if I don't let go, They'll take me to jail. And he and I know what he's thinking in his mind. Well, well, this is a nicker boy. So I mean shit. Let me go ahead and and and, and do what I gotta do. Let me end his life in hell. Watch I don't go no jail. I don't know what the fuck going on, because I haven't seen anything, but I'll go look something up real quick. We can always do that. Jordan Neely, 30 years old, was pronounced dead after an unidentified 24-year-old male placed him in a headlock Monday afternoon. This was like, what, two weeks ago? On a subway train in lower Manhattan, according to the officials in a video posted to social media, the 24-year-old passenger was taken into custody for questioning by Officers, but wasn't charged, the police said. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> you telling me he wasn't charged? Now they want to come back on another one and saying that they are trying to charge him now. That was something from two weeks ago. And here's another one that I'm looking at. A, a man named on a subway this week while people watched and even cheered. Y'all hear me, right? Y'all hear me, right? Now, I want you to think. I want you to think about that. They cheered. <laughs> How you watch somebody die and you cheer. I'm not saying this brother was all was was the best person on the earth. Because allegedly the brother had a reputation. But the brother was also 
screwed up and he was fucked up in the head. But y'all cheer for a dead, a man that's literally, literally witnessed taking his last breaths. No funny shit. He's taking his last breath and y'all sat back and y'all laughed. But see, they, they can do these kind of things. Because they know dissing black men ain't no consequences. Laughing at a black man's pain ain't no consequences. Hell, we don't even have our own media to speak. Now, let's talk about why, why we don't have our own media for black men to tell our side of the story. Because as a collective, we don't care for one. We don't want one. Let me tell you something, man. I personally get tired of looking at shit like this, bro. That's why I, I, I just bypass it. So you telling me at the same fucking time, because you ain't finna just sit here and disrespect me. You ain't just finna fucking sit here and just disrespect me. I'm tired of this shit, personally. So you telling me that it's cool? So you telling me Tyler Perry can dress up like a bald head, fat ass, faggot, and come up on 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 a TV screen promoting movies to about some hallelujah. That's entertaining to black women. And they give this shit and they and they and they sit here and they pass the baton to this to this shit to their sons, their nephews, their grandsons, their 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 younger male cousins, and you're telling me that this is cool? They're brothers. You're telling me that this shit is cool? Boyfriends, maybe even. That's funny. That's entertaining. Medea ain't a real life movie star, bro. She's a he. She is a character. Let this sink in. Ain't no way in hell Medea should be as popular as it is. I'm not against the character within itself. It's entertainment. But why I got it? But you gotta think about it. It's funny. It's it's just so funny. But y'all hate a but y'all hate a man like Kevin Samuel. I ran across on YouTube and I saw this. I don't know if she was like black. But I saw this woman on here. She was uplifting and praising Andrew Tate. Uh, she was, you know, y'all know how they do them little street vendor interviews. Like how motherfuckers would be sitting there interviewing a motherfucker on the streets. So she was involved in that. She was highly praising Andrew Tate. Like, yes, I did. I heard he was getting out of prison today. I'm so excited. I'm a big fan. He's very handsome and all this shit. Now let that sink in. Let that sink in, y'all. We ain't heard a woman, not that I know of, I may be wrong, <clears throat> we ain't heard a woman that I know of talk about Kevin Samuels in that manner. So why the fuck is Andrew Tate getting love like that when Kevin Samuels did it first? And better. I, I take that back because I don't know if Andrew Tate, I don't, I, I see, I can't say that because I ain't watched either one of them like that. But I have seen clips and interviews, like three minute clips on Instagram of people, you know, sharing Kevin Samuels and talking. And it's been a year since, he, since he's been gone. and It's, it's crazy, man.
And it's funny. It's funny. People, typically black women and some black men, laughed at Kevin Samuels being dead. They laughed at Kevin Samuels being dead. Laughed at him dying. Thought that was funny. Just like how they laughed at Kobe for dying. Just how they was praying and wishing and hoping that Jamie Foxx died. And we all know about the Jamie Foxx situation. At least we should by now, which, oh, that's a bunch of bullshit to me. You know, I, I've been keeping up with the story. That's one of the few things I admit that I was investing in when it comes to a celebrity outside of sports. Like, I do try to keep up with my sports. But, you know, regardless of, like, celebrities and what they actually have going on in the front four of the media, I'm like, yeah, I ain't used to know that shit. But when I saw it with Jamie, like, being hospitalized for a a month, and then all the bullshit I saw, like, oh, how his daughter was going. Well, you know, he's been out of the hospital for for weeks now. It's like, wait, what? Oh, he's at home playing pickleball. What the fuck is pickleball? I thought it was golf. or t- I'm sorry, not golf. I thought it was tennis. Because when I looked it up, what the fuck is pickleball? I never heard of that. Man, you go look up pickleball right now. That shit is tennis, bro. <laughs> and then you see the TV... I ain't watched cable in so long. Who, who, like, bro, who still watches cable? Some people call it regular TV. <laughs> I call it cable. But I'm sitting here like, bro, who, who actually watches it? Who, who, who watches this shit? But I actually went up to my grandma's house for Mother's Day, of course, and I was watching, you know, cable, watching sports, and then we turned to a cooking channel, me and my fam, and we saw this commercial they was promoting when they talking about pickleball. I'm like, what the fuck? Because we had just got done watching Game 7. <laughs> With the Boston Celtics and uh, <laughs> let me quit playing. That wasn't no damn game. Philadelphia 76ers, boy, I was laughing my ass off. I was laughing my ass off. Damn, that was an ass whooping. And I tried to tell y'all, I tried to tell y'all, my NBA uh, conference finals predictions was correct. I said Lakers and Nuggets, and I said Heat and Celtics. But you can't tell niggas nothing, man. You can't tell niggas nothing. You know, you 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 really can't. And I'm and I can't wait to talk about my sports, cause that's what I really want to talk about. But to stay on topic, you gotta think about how they cheer for this shit. And not only do they cheer about this this Jordan Neely cat, this Jordan Neely cat down in public. It's just same shit they did for for Kevin Simmons. You, you, like y'all see the pattern? Laughing at, laughing and they're cheering because you because you lost your life. If that don't tell you nothing, bro, as a black man, I don't know what does. I don't know what does. Everybody wanna fuck you. Everybody wanna be you. Everybody wanna steal your style. Everybody wants to mimic you and literally be physical carbon copies of you in some way, shape, or form. And I mean black women experience it too, but we talking about black men. Because it's not enough going on for us. Everybody wants to call us niggas from other black men. I mean, which of course we don't care about that because you know, white men want to do it. To be cool. White girls want to do it. Because they fucking black men. So they think they can call. Every black man a nigga. 
Black women, of course, say it from time to time. I don't really hear women. I don't really hear black women say nigga like that, though, to be honest with you. I mean, I'm not going to say it like I ain't never heard a black woman say it. Because, I mean, yeah, I have <laughs> heard them say it. Only when they mad. Like, not in no regular conversations. But, I mean, whatever. I'm not taking up for black women. I'm just saying. I ain't taking up for nobody. But but I'm speaking up for brothers. Because nobody speaks up for us. Every time it's time for something for black men to do, we always got to just do it in a collective. Like, oh, nah, fuck all that. Because black, because even black women have individual speakings. We don't have nothing individually. Nothing. But you know what? Our dicks and our sperm is in high demand. I'm going to say it again. Our our dicks and our sperm is in high demand. It's just how, and call it what you want to call it, bro. I call it how I see it. Didn't black women have the nerve to have the highest abortion rates? I forgot the number because I ain't kept up with none of them statistics in years, bro. I think it's like 40 million. Probably, shit, it's higher than that now. 40 fucking million, bro. 40 fucking million, Chief. 40 fucking million, Chief. You got to be kidding me right now. So you know what that tells me, black man? That's disrespectful. That's disrespectful. Our dicks is in high demand. Our sperms is in high demand. But our women have the highest abortion rate. That's disrespectful, G. While meanwhile, but when we die in public, getting murdered, or we out here dying for complications and health issues, people ain't even sad or saying they feel sorry for us. They're happy and they're glad because they had personal vendettas against us and didn't like us for whatever reason. Like, what have we done to y'all? What did that brother do to y'all that bad? What did Kevin Samuels do to y'all? Kevin Samuels wasn't no thug. But but everybody sharing posts and feeling sorry for Jerry Springer. I don't. Rumor had it, he rumor had it, he got black kids that he abandoned. But we ain't finna talk about that though. But his white kids though, he leaving them mansions and Porsches and keys to Porsches and shit, right? But we don't talk about that. <laughs> oh boy I bet you somebody finna get on here and ask me well, how you know how you know <laughs> oh man you know I don't even I don't even bother wasting my time asking people telling people how I know shit I mean, I mean, look, man, just, just just do what I do and go look shit up. I don't, I don't even look up everything, but this this celebrity shit, bro. <laughs> I ain't gonna sit here and tell you I'm on point with it, but you'll be surprised the shit I do know. Only thing that I fell out with that I can't remember is like gematria, and I do remember like the third number thirty eight is uh what that's uh that's murder. That equals murder. 
Oh, 74 equals kill. Uh, 40, the number 42 equals nigger, a.k.a. Uh, Jackie Robinson. That's the reason they gave him the, the number 42 for his jersey. I mean, uh, blatant, blatant mockery, right? Mockery. Blatant mockery right there in y'all face, and y'all can't even see it. Y'all can't even see it. Whatever. Like I say, man, <laughs> the black man, we don't have a media. We never have. We've never had one. And every time somebody do talk for us, it's often got to be some individual shit. And I ask why. And I ask why, but I'm already knowing. That I'll never have an answer to. That's why I don't care to even. To talk about the shit to begin with. We don't come collective. Together as a collective. We ain't trying to come together as a collective. So where do we go from there? So where do we go from there? This brother lost his life. You know what that was right there? Everybody cheering because this brother got choked out. And people cheering. That was literally your version of a modern day lynching. That's what that was. People cheering. Y'all remember? Y'all remember? Motherfuckers used to sit up here and literally just go in a stance in a crowd like they was watching a fucking, like they was attending a festival. Like, like, like they were at a at a festival, cheering alone, bro. Watching animals like they were at the damn zoo, or they were at a uh, museum or some aquarium, watching animals. Some shit. Like they were at a rodeo or some shit in public, cheering, and they're just watching the death of a black man. That's that's that was your version of modern day lynching. And this was in New York. And this how y'all talk? This was in New York. Where my where my where my where my bloods and my crips at? John Morant such a thug, bro. Like John Morant, where 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 John Morant? When you need him. <laughs> <laughs> like I say, man, I just I just go about shit a different route, uh, a different route, man. I ain't saying I'm right about everything. I ain't finna sit here and tell y'all lies and tell y'all I know everything. Cause if I knew everything, man, I probably wouldn't even have no damn podcast. To be honest, which I wouldn't even. I won't say I wouldn't have no problems, but I wouldn't have problems that I got now. You can believe that one. Which is private. I'm I promise you this, I'm going to damn bed after this podcast. But I do wanna I wanna get y'all to like open your eyes on this shit, man. That was your version of modern day lynching.
They watched this man die. And they were clapping and cheering. That's what's in the fucking uh, news article. And that's cool. That man had a family. But it's cool. Homeless man. But if somebody do something to a homeless white man right now, a homeless white girl, if somebody do something in front of y'all to a fucking dog, Y'all gonna have feelings and y'all gonna cry. But a fucking black man. We ain't say a woman. We said a. Because everybody got sympathy for a woman to understand. Uh, even a black woman to understand. Because unfortunately, black women are women. But they're black. So motherfuckers ain't gonna have. I mean, I, I, I mean, I just try to, I just try to like get y'all to see shit. Like, I mean, yeah, they, yeah, they got love for black women, but <sighs> Chanda ish, they'll give her what she want long as she promises to steer away from the black man, which motherfuckers did it back then, motherfuckers do it today, just as fast, if not for even faster, because <laughs> we all know how fast they did it back in the day. <laughs> so what you? That's why I say, man, I ain't even, I ain't even got no comment for a lot of the shit. But what I will say, is for black men, why don't we have our own media so we can tell the side of our story. Because let it tell it. We ain't shit. We ain't this. We're deadbeat dads. All we give a fuck about is drugs and alcohol and weed. We have no desire to go to college. We ain't educated. We don't know nothing about business. We don't know how to be, uh, become businessmen. We're not inspired to do anything with our lives. All we do is be players and all we do is be thugs and all we do is like every black man ain't trying to be no goddamn thug bro i ain't i'm trying to get money and i'm trying to learn shit i'm trying to build connections i'm trying to open businesses i already got one and i well technically two ones in the works bro I'm already working for a higher paying job that I shall not speak on. I'm already in the works of going to trade school and I'm still 19. Bro, let me tell y'all something. I'm not perfect by any means, nor do I give a fuck to be. But I try to be the best man that I, better than I was yesterday and try to be the best man for my family. Most of all, be the best version of and the best man for myself. The problem is with the game today, niggas got their priority straight. Uh, ain't, niggas ain't got their priorities straight. My bad. Niggas got their priorities fucked up. You know. Niggas, let me tell you something. No matter how many... It, it's it's the same shit with like let's see, 
mixed chicks. I'm going to take mixed chicks for an example. Eventually, and this ain't no, this is not any disrespect to mixed people, mixed chicks. It's just cold-blooded facts. Because I've seen it. I've had, I've been in situations like this a ton of times. You know, I try to holler at a few mixed chicks. And I've seen the pattern. And that's how I know, just off the interaction, I already know how they program and, how, and what they're taught. Especially when they go on rants about, well, my dad ain't in my life. Well, I already know, for one, for one, I already know who, uh, I already know that your dad black. That's one. And I know your mama white. That's two. Your mother's white. Your dad's black. Off bat, I already know. And then when she say her dad ain't in her life, I already know. I already know. <laughs> and I, fellas, I'm not trying to be funny. I'm not disrespecting mixed women. Because are y'all light-skinned brides out there? Like I say, because... It's, hey, it's it's some of y'all out there. You know, it's a good number of y'all out there. Y'all fucking beautiful. Y'all beautiful. Like, I ain't gonna front. And I'm not saying it because I'm trying to get some ass out of y'all. I'm not saying it because, you know, a nigga trying to get some booty out of y'all. And then I'm just keeping it a stack. Fuck all the other shit. I'm just, I'm just letting y'all know. Like, I'm calling a spade a spade how I see it. Some, y'all really do be fucking beautiful. Now I ain't saying because you light skin, you are you automatically qualify to be a to, to be a baddie or a cutie or you know no shit like that. Every light skin motherfucker ain't 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 pretty, okay. That's why a lot of y'all motherfuckers age like milk anyway. But anyway, um, like I was trying to say, when I hear stuff like that, because I've been in these situations, I try, I try to highlight mixed shits before myself, mom. White, dad, black. Dad ain't in her life or her dad ain't doing right, whatever. That's a red flag for me as a black man. Because y'all can say what y'all want to say. This is my take. This is my personal opinion. And from what I've experienced. When they talk that shit, the first thing that comes in my mind, she not going to fuck with me. Not on no insecure shit. But it's kind of like the tone and the eyesight and the way she treats me. Like at first, first she approaches you, right? It happens. Then she treats you like a friend. Because I'm going to tell you something. I don't give a fuck what they mom's teaching them. <laughs> What they white moms is teaching. <laughs> what they, what they white moms is teaching them. They don't know if to go on the white side. They don't know if to go to the black side. The thing is, bro, they may be conditioned <laughs> to bring a white boy home, which is fine. Or to be attracted to white boys, which is fine. Because for one, it, it leads like a... It leaves like a sense of confusion to the to the get go. Because if you're two different bloods and or two different uh, genetic codes, and uh, if you if you're in the line of two genetic codes, if you're half white, half black, if you're two demographics, two dem two different two demographics, damn, it took me a long time to say that. <laughs> it's gonna lead to some form of confusion. 
especially in these times, right? And some of the craziest and some of the most slowest folks I've ever met. <laughs> Facts. Be mixed folks or light-skinned people. And I'm not saying that goes for everybody. Please don't start the bullshit. I ain't say that. I ain't even say nothing like that. I said a lot of y'all. <laughs> no, I'm not no fucking colorist. Okay? Don't even hit me with that shit either. That's not even close to what I said. Now, what I will say is whatever they mom and they dad teaching them and saying, bruh, I promise you this. I promise you this. Not they dad, but whatever they mom teaching them, they white mom. First of all, I don't, I don't, I don't come here with the bullshit to me trying to get all aggressive with me. Cause it ain't my fault that your that your black daddy left your. <laughs> it ain't my fault as a black man that your black dad left your white mom. That ain't my fault. Okay. I'm a nice looking young man. I'm sexy. Okay. And I'm only gonna get sexier the older I get. Cause I'm, I'm gonna be putting in more work. That's one. Two. I know. When it's, when it comes to shit like that, oh my 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 dad's black and my mom's white and he's not in my life. My dad he's not in my life. When she sees black men, she sees her dad. I'm gonna say it again. When she sees black men, typically, she sees her dad instantly. <laughs> Motherfuckers ain't gonna like this. It is what it is. And one thing I want to say on top of that, it's no, like I said, no matter what they white moms is teaching them because the dad ain't there, one thing that I can say from personal experience, these mixed chicks, you may see that they're, you know, that they take a liking to white boys. Yeah, they may take a liking to them more. I'm going to just keep it a stat. One thing that I've seen with my own eyes, they can't leave black men alone. They can't, they can't fully leave black men alone like they may have been programmed or conditioned to or they were taught to believe by their white mom. <laughs> you know? And I ain't saying all was taught that. I'm just saying. Motherfuckers couldn't even leave black men alone even if they wanted to. I've had bitches from other races trying to get at me, or I ain't gonna lie, trying to get at them, and the first thing they want to talk about, or one of the main things they want to talk about is how they mom don't want to see her with, with no black man. <laughs> Shit. Tell you the truth, I don't be giving a fuck. I be like, well, especially my freshman year of high school, because I didn't see that much of interracial dating. God damn. Hello, my bad. I was looking at a woman, but um, I ain't seen that much interracial dating until I got in high school. I was like, what? Well, damn. And it's not that I had a problem with it. I just told myself I wasn't going to do it because I wasn't comfortable. Then I eventually found out that I lied to myself. <laughs> Man, I seen some white bitches, bro. I ain't going to lie. I was genuinely looking at like, God damn. 
<laughs> no cap. And especially when they used to like start conversations with me, I was like, this girl actually talking to me. I was like, well, damn. <laughs> well, damn. And of course, I had my run-ins with a few white people, like men and women. And I think I always had issues with females overall in school more than I did with dudes. And I don't, I don't know why I was like that. Yeah, I had my issues with dudes, black or white, but I mainly had my issues with females, and I never understood it. I never understood. It. I was just chilling, minding my business, and doing what any old typical young man was doing at that time, or any young typical man in general. In his early to mid-teens. Or late teens, you know. Teenagers in general. Like, I was just doing me. And motherfucker had a problem with it. And would tell me to shut up. And do all this other shit, you know. And trying to be mean to me. And trying to bully me. It's what they call themselves doing. Whatever, right? Whatever. But, I'm telling you, man. They... Mixed chicks, I don't care what they white moms tell them. They can't leave no black man alone. Hell, these chicks who are non-black, who ain't black at all, like, if they if they moms tell them, and from experience, if they moms tell them, I don't want to see you with no black man, shit. I went to school with white girls, man. It was cool with me. I don't know. I was trying. Okay, low-key, it, it's a few that I saw to get pregnant. I was like, God damn, I wish I would have known you a little longer. Man, I swear, shit, man. <laughs> they are telling me these same stories. Now, my mom don't want to see me with no, with no black boy. I'm like, well, hell, you pregnant? Who you pregnant by? Oh, yeah, a black boy. <laughs> I'm like, how that happened? How that happened? And I know where that shit stemmed from. I, I I know where it stemmed from. I, I'm just going to say it. What it be is because when she was her daughter's age, that's because she fucked a black man. She caught feelings. She was in love with one. Nine out of ten. He probably was a stereotype. Nine out of ten. He probably was a stereotype. And he did the stereotypical bit. Left your ass. You got married. I'm sorry. Uh, You got in your feelings and Decided, hey, I don't, <laughs> once you go black, never go back, shit, I don't, she, she said, she, she probably said, fuck that, I shook that shit off, and I don't want my daughter to be, oh, Ted on Netflix, I saw that yesterday, promoting, I'm gonna have to watch this, I love Ted, I'm gonna have to watch Ted, man, well, I mean, it is late at night, I'm gonna have to watch when I come back home, tomorrow from work. But man, it be like that. And they can't leave black men alone. I'm 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 just telling y'all. These non-black chicks and these mixed chicks <laughs> who are conditioned and programmed to leave white uh to, to leave black men alone, bro. They they can't leave us alone. But I know all that stay away from black men shit stem from. Cause really as a mom, she's in love or she was in love with black men. Or at least with a black man, and she got the bottom knocked out of her ass, and the and the dick was good too was was too good for her. you know she fell in love with that dick, and she, she ain't know how to act cause cause, cause dude turned into Desmond Banks and said no more dick no more dick she she 
<laughs> I said, fuck that. <laughs> oh, man. But black men at the collective, man, man. I swear, bro, it's like we have the potential, but it's like mentally and it's an energy thing at best, too. Like, it's just something about us. We don't fucking mesh. We don't click. And that's why I'm very selective on who I hang out with. Hang out with. And it's sad to say, especially when I'm around another group of black men, I have to be cautious. I, that's And then people try to hit me with this. Oh, you a loner. And you a... Man, look. You damn right on one. I am and I'm not. I kind of had to grow out of that not being a loner, so to speak. I'm sorry. I had to grow out of that being a... I had to grow out of that. Like, oh, I'm a loner. I'm a loner. I had to grow out of that a little bit. Especially with the stuff that I'm trying to accomplish. Nah, bro. You got to... Hey. To go places in life, bro. I realized and I learned. It takes... It takes one to know one. Like, you got to... You got to be out here, fam. You got to be out here. You know? Uh, it's probably a little off topic, but <laughs> oh boy, what I'm trying to say, man, you gotta in life, it ain't about what you know, it's who you know. I sound like Denzel Washington on training day. It's not what you know, it's what you can prove. What can you prove, Jake? You got no witnesses, huh? You got no evidence, huh? Where's your evidence? It's right there. Then Jake come in. It's right there. Then Denzel looking like what? <laughs> Took that cigarette and, and and put that uh ash in Jake's face. Boy, that shit was funny as hell. <laughs> Damn. Come out, Jake. Where you at, dog? <laughs> Man, I ain't seen training in so damn long. Oh, you motherfuckers. Oh, you motherfuckers. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Damn, I done fucked up because I ain't said hello. He was like, he was like, oh, you motherfuckers. Oh, you motherfuckers. You think you can do this shit to me? Hey, 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 Jack. You think you can do this shit to me? You motherfuckers will be playing basketball in Pelican Bay when I get finished with your shoe program, nigga. 23 hour lockdown. I'm the man up in this piece. <laughs> he said, I'm the man up in this piece. You never see the lot of who the, who the fuck you think you fucking with? <laughs> That 
man said, who the fuck you think you fucking with? <laughs> I run shit here. You just live here. <laughs> and then everybody, everybody was walking away. Everybody was walking away. He said, yeah. He said, yeah, that's right. Go ahead. Go ahead, run. Yeah, that's right. Go and walk away. Yeah, go and walk away because I'm going to burn this motherfucker down. <laughs> go and walk. That's what you better do. Yeah, go and walk. Go ahead. Go and run. Go and walk. Yeah, that's what you better do. Go and walk because I'm going to burn this motherfucker down. King Kong ain't got shit on me. You can tell I watch training it like a motherfucking boy. <laughs> you can tell I watch. Hey, somebody seen this podcast episode of Denzel Washington, bro. So he. <laughs> oh, man. They said that man had a damn stroke mouth. I said, damn, why y'all do Denzel like this? <laughs> Shit. My favorite Denzel movie besides Training Day. And it's the only movie Denzel has ever done that I have above Training Day. And that's um, Malcolm X. Which he should have won an Oscar for. But of course they ain't going to give him no Oscar for no, for no shit like that. They got to give him a, 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 an Oscar for Training Day though. For playing a thug cop. Or a crooked cop. Whatever you want to call it. Thug cop, crooked cop. Really the same shit. If you just watch the damn movie. Let me go on and get up out of here, man. I pretty much touched on everything I wanted to touch on. Just the episode went a little longer than what it should have due to me clowning. But that's it, folks. <clears throat> Peace.